morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of the Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and happy moon day. You know, Monday is ruled by the moon and ooh, happy 8-8, the most potent day of the Lion's Gate portal. <clears throat> I sure hope you guys are using this to your advantage. I actually just got done with doing my little ritual for the, uh, this most potent day. I woke up with prayer, of course, then I meditated. Um, I also did a, um, a card pull for myself. Uh, I did one for, you know, like, uh, like how to, you know, like a self-care, cosmic self-care, you know, ways to move through this day, which was quite powerful. Uh, basically I got, uh, the cards of movement, grounding myself, abundance planning, <laughs> and be still. So, um, those were very, oh, and, uh, connect to your womb, which, you know, by connecting to your womb, that means, you know, like heal, uh, like healing any energy that you, uh, that you need to heal or any creation that you need to, uh, create. And so I actually, um, connected with my intuition on this part and asked, um, myself, like, what does it need, you know, to feel, you know, supported and creative, like, what does it want to create? And I got the word life and I was like, okay. So I was like, how can I create life? You know, what do I need to create life? And it said health, right? And then I was like, well, what do I need to do for my health? And then my intuition was like, you know what to do. So that's, you know, I took that as a sign because me and my um, husband's been talking about, you know, kids and stuff. That That's what we were doing yesterday, talking about kids with our friends and stuff. And, you know, I really do, um, I wouldn't mind having one more kid. And so <clears throat> I do want to, you know, get my health up because he said that he does not want to, you know, like have another baby until my health is right because he doesn't want to be left here alone, which I... That, completely understand I would never decide to get pregnant knowing that my health is really tore up it'll be too hard on not only me but too hard on the baby and my loved ones would be too concerned about everything including me so that is just a sign for me to truly really dive into this health journey as I've been and really use this to heal my body so that I can bring life into this world again and that'll be nice because, you know, I, I had decided that if I do, um, you know, when I do heal, um, I'm looking to probably have a kid maybe in the next two, two years, probably, um, the next two years or either the next year and a half or so. Um, so that's about the only thing, um, that I want to do. Cause I, I still do want to travel a bit. I want to travel a lot, you know, cause my kids are older than I have now, so that kind of gives me a little bit more freedom than ever before in my life. So I want to make sure that we're traveling and enjoying that as, you know, not only a family, but as husband and wife. So um, I want to be able to enjoy that so that I'm ready to set it down with like another baby that I have to literally, you know, like watch and be there for like 24 seven and everything. So um, you know, my kids are like independent now, so it gives me more room to move around and everything, uh, which is nice. Um, 
because I had kids very, very young. But yeah, um, I'm up here, by the way, um, because I we need to finish the um, Leo, you know, we're in the moon signs, of course, and we need to finish part two for the Leo moons. Um, I just wanted to also like go through too, like I kind of jumped to like, after that card read I had, like I did, I do like, depending on um, the kind of day it is, especially such a magical day like this, I'll do three different card pulls from three different decks. And so um, I did a one from the, um, the star seed, um, you know, it's from the same maker of uh, heal your light or something like that, or work with your light or something. I can't remember what it is, but um, I, yeah, I did the one from the star seed and this one was really powerful to me because I, I chose one card. I always pick one card that represents, uh, what I need to know. And it said a forge, uh, don't follow. Meaning that it's time for me to take the leader position. And I have been, I don't know why my ego is so afraid of, of doing this. And I don't know. I just, I don't like, I don't want to say I don't like leadership. I have a problem. I have a problem with leadership and that's something that I need to shadow work on because I've been getting that message for like, I think over a year now that I need to start to step up and lead, you know, as a business, you know, like woman and everything, like I have to be the leader of my company, which I have no problem doing. You know what I mean? Um, I have to be the leader in my academics, which I have no problem doing. By the way, school is out and the last day of school is Friday. So I'm so happy. That's why I'm back. And I have quite a bit of episodes that I need to make sure I, um, catch up on, uh, because after this week, my, it's going to be like, I'm going to be busy as fuck. Like I'm going to be gone from eight to five, like basically almost like I'm at a job. Plus school will be starting, um, the fall quarter will be starting in, um, on August 29th. And so uh, I have to try to figure out a way I'm probably gonna have to get up really like way earlier for when I do go to that, um, stuff to be able to record, um, because I'm not going to have any time. Like by the time I get off, I'm going to be too tired. I'm going to want to be spending time with my, you know, like my family and my husband and, you know, other stuff. Um, so I'm not going to want to like get on and try to record, especially after the long day I'll have. So I want to make sure I do everything before I leave. And so I have to make sure that I have a very good, um, schedule because I still want to hold on and maintain to, um, like my health, um, my, you know, meditation and prayer has to come. Cause when I don't do those, I, my day is like nasty. So, I want to make sure that um, I'm still maintaining all that so that I can stay balanced. Um, I just want to make sure things are taken care of. I'm also trying to think, well, I got to make sure I'm still able to, you know, like run like my, my shop and everything. So I have to make sure I get a little bit more, you know, tap into that Capricornian energy of the sixth house that I have and um, <laughs> really use that, um, you know, uh, being organized. So um, and consistent, but yeah, that's what I got from that card. And I thought that was amazing, um, because I, I really do need to tap into that leadership aspect of myself and I know I can do it. I know I can. And I really think 
me being in a leadership role, I can make so many changes. I can help so many people because I am so, you know, understanding and compassionate and empathetic and having that in leadership and really seeing through the eyes of your people that you are leading can help so much. And so that's why I was like, I really need to take in that step. And so when I got that card, I, um, I also have a wealth blueprint card deck that, um, leads you to, you know, the best ways to use, uh, the planet, um, and what that planet represents to forge your wealth. So when I pulled that card, that card came out as the visionary and that's Jupiterian energy, like Jupiter energy, you know, which is someone who has visions, who, you know, can really see the big picture, truly work toward what they, you know, their goal, whatever their goal is, they foresee it and then they do it. Right. And to me, leadership is being a visionary, like the person who leads has to have a vision or how are you going to lead? You can't lead to a wall. You can't just be like, Oh, I don't know where I'm going, but let's go, you know, and expect people to follow you. No, you have to have that vision and then be passionate and work toward it and let people see, you know, like your vision, like what, what you're trying to achieve here. And that's, what's going to decide whether they're going to want to follow you or not. So, Um, I thought that was amazing and I thought it was a great read. The whole, the whole thing, everything that I read today for myself was on point. So, um, I definitely want to make sure I embody that today, you know, and, um, I will, you know, after I'm finished, I have to wash my hair. My hair is all crazy. It's like all frizzy because me and my friends and my husband, all of us, you know, uh, we're all couples. So all of us couples went out yesterday to like, uh, near the mountains to a beautiful lake that we just floated in and swam in and just had a great time. We barbecued, we just talked, we enjoyed each other, you know, we had music going and it just felt amazing. The kids were in the pool and everything, having fun, not in the pool, but in the lake, swimming and having fun with all the other kids that were in there and it was just everyone was just relaxing and having fun and you know like yeah it just it felt great you know I it it was much needed much needed especially after having you know like school because the last you know few weeks of school was intense with all the work so it felt good to just be able to come unglued from that and then um the day before though, I went to a arts, it was like a farmer's market, but also arts, um, festival kind of thing, which was amazing. I gave away my first like business card that wasn't from my store, but I gave it, uh, to one of the ladies there. Cause I, I had bought uh, one of her skin, skin cares because, um, she makes these all natural like lip glosses. And I bought this wonderful body butter that is, uh, it's called amethyst because it's purple and it has all these sparkle, like, uh, organic, like, uh, edible sparkles in it. And it smells amazing. Like lavender. I love lavenders. And so, um, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to support that business. Of course I was supporting lots of business. I got another, like I had bought a shirt from there uh, that had a little snake on it with like a third eye. You guys know I love about snakes is like transformation. That was cute. That's actually what I wore to, um, the lake yesterday as a little cover up. Um, really cute. And then of course they had a crystal person there and you guys know I have to support my fellow rappers. So I bought this beautiful, um, 
she called it a diamond quartz, which I feel like she said it's almost pretty much like um, a Herkimer diamond, but to me, it just looks like a quartz. I consider it just a clear quartz, but it's very pretty and very basically like red, but in a very uh, beautiful, uh, delicate way. So I wanted to support that. And then I loved, I bought this, um, this beautiful, uh, what is it? Citrine bracelet from her that has a little beautiful quartz in the middle, quartz stone in the middle. And I was like, yeah, of course. Um, it has little gold beads in it too. And I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to get that. And I'm wearing it today because hello, it's the most potent day. So citrine is one of, uh, Leo's like, um, it's, it's great for Leo's put it like that. Citrine is a wonderful thing for Leo's and the sun is in Leo. And so of course it's called the lion's gate. So I'm going to wear Leo, um, you know, crystals that support my vision, which I did already did my, um, journaling for today. I did also some shadow work toward what I'm, what, what I am manifesting. And so, um, that will help me like, you know, like get out the limiting beliefs and like say what the limiting beliefs is and then be able to call myself out or reach from it. But yeah, I'm just using this whole day to manifest what I plan on manifesting, which is of course abundance and health. And so I hope you guys are doing it too. If you haven't heard and you're new here and you hopefully you catch this today, but remember the lion's gate doesn't close to the 12th, but like I said, today's the most potent day. Uh, use my, um, I did a line, a lion's gate portal meditation for abundance, you know, all that good stuff. So go ahead and um, listen to it, but let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So, um, again, I'm, I've already read from the other two books on part one for the Leo moon. So this is the last two books that I'm going to be reading from, um, And it's going to be, you know, like I said, it has different things. Each book has different things that the other book didn't have. So today's books are going to be Moonwise by Daniel Farr. And the other one is Moon Signs, Lunar Astrology by Sybil Leak. And um, let's go ahead and jump in. So this is, of course, for the Leo Moon. This is your lunar profile. And what this book does, it goes goes more in, in depth of the Leo Moon personality. So I'm going to be reading your lunar profile and then it it, um, also has influences on the Leo moon personality. So like it's going to it's going to go through all 12 of the zodiacs as far as like how your personality, how your personality is under each phase, not each phase, but each, you know, like when the moon changes signs, like transiting moon, not not it's not going to be going through your um you know, like the natal moons, this is going, this is going to be Leo moon and your personality in the, like, let's say Aries moon. So like when the moon is in Aries, this is how your personality is going to be affected. And I thought that was very important for you guys to know that way, you know, like everyone always, like I said, talks about the sun sign or maybe the rising sign a little bit here and there, but not really how the moon signs affected. So I thought you guys would like that. So Let's go ahead and jump in. So Leo Moon, your lunar personality, your your lunar profile, it says, um, creative, dramatic, and proud are but a few words used to describe your natal characteristics. Leo is a masculine fire sign and will impart affection, generosity, and a need for control. 
Pride is of importance to the Leo moon personality. Like a lion, you are proud of your accomplishments and justifiably roar about your deeds. You like to be admired, but well seldom designed to ask for attention. Out and out, and out bragging is more your style. You are flamboyant and like the center stage. Flattery is one way into your heart, but if you display a need for it, you may appear to be self-centered and egotistical. You are outgoing and dynamic with the flair for the dramatic. So, as mentioned in the last episode, if you haven't heard part one of Leo uh, Moons, please listen to the previous episode. But, um, you know, this sign, this moon sign needs, um, just Leo in general, they need to be recognized. They need to, they need to, they need flattery. You know, they need those words of affirmation to feel alive, you know. And I think this book just made a port important inflex is that, it's okay to want that, but if you get to the point where you display a need for it, that is when it, that's when it, I believe, starts to rub people the wrong way because it does, you know, that does kind of come, come from the ego sometimes. It can make you seem self-centered and egotistical, and then that's when people are kind of like, no, they, you know, they're, they, they, they always want me to do this, and it's almost like you're trying to, like, what do they call it, like, butter your muffin or whatever, or... You know, like, it's just like, you have to do that to kind of fluff someone and they're like, mm-hmm, I know, you know, like, and so that kind of rubs people the wrong way. So make sure when you are coming from that space, you know, it's, it's, it's from a positive way. It's from, you know, just like to kind of lift up your spirits, not to just hear it, just to be like, oh, I know, of course, you know, like, like almost like validation of what you already know, if that makes sense. Okay. So These are qualities others admire in you, and these traits display your other attitudes and attributes in a very positive way. You have the energy to get things done, especially when motivated by your pride or need for recognition or glamour. You are wonderfully romantic when your heart is comfortably connected to another. Being in love is very important. Your emotional emotional integrity manifests in affectionate generosity. So I think Leo's, um, you know, Leo energy they're great in a relationship and a partnership because I feel like these people would be like your greatest hype men, you know what I mean? Or hype woman. Because when the Leo is in love and especially, especially coming from the moon, cause this is how you're expressing your emotions. Um, you just, you're just so supportive. You're so supportive. You're so loving. You're so affectionate. Like you truly let the person you're with, be treated like a queen or a king, you know what I mean? Like, and it's true, you know, you guys are the king of the Zodiac, the queen of the Zodiac. And so when you feel for that person, you, you treat them as an equal, you treat them how you want to be loved, which is in a bit, in a big way, you guys like this big expressive love. And that's what you do to the people you are in love with. So I think Leo moons uh, are just a wonderful way of expressing how they feel about someone. And, you know, like, I feel like not only does a Leo, a Leo moons like actions speak louder than words, but their words speak their actions. You know what I mean? Like you always get one or the other with like something else, like any other thing. But with Leos, I feel like their action and their words match how they feel. So, you know, like amazing, you guys, Leo's, you're amazing. You're just so, you're amazing people. So pride that. (laughs) 
Okay, so Leo's fiery energy mixed with the moon's cre- uh, with the moon's creates emotionally heated passion. Your stardom shines in everything you do. You are comfortable with your emotions running free. In fact, suppressing your emotions is not easy for you and if accomplished will not last long. So this is true because that Leo, this is, you know, your Leo in the moon. You are going to have this very passionate, fiery expression of yourself, which you can, you know, you got to kind of be careful with because you can probably come off as like explosive but also like in a loving way. And because you guys don't like to be vulnerable with the wrong people, or especially if someone kind of says something to you, you guys will easily want to just shut everything off. Like you want to shut off your emotions and then you move on to someone else who's going to love how big and loud and expressive you are, right? But shutting down your emotions, especially with this in your moon, you know, this at your moon sign, it's not healthy for you. You still need to express yourself regardless of you start crying because we know that you're crying because you're just so passionate about how you feel about stuff, right? So don't allow any asshole to make you change that about yourself. Okay, so your drama, your dramas, dramatizations are fun, though never out of your control. You need to be admired and recognized will lead you to describe your moods in extremes such as bright as a supernova or apocalyptic. If negative, if negatively influenced, you might exaggerate so excessively that the actual circumstances become unrecognizable. Instead of nursing a cold, a cold in bed for two days, you may relate, you may relate your near death experience. Jackie, my friend's oldest daughter, has a Leo moon and it's prone to extreme. She describes her life in tens and ones. She is never just okay. Jackie is an optimist who exudes happiness and control. When asked about her life, Jackie will say that it's wonderful or hellish. When the positive aspects of your personality are not working for you, emotional gratification will come from being pushy and controlling. Pretentiousness and competitiveness are, are another negative way, ways of meeting your needs. The heated nature of the Leo moon will get you through your downtime quickly. Release your emotions and dramatic intensity and you will be back on track in no time. Living fast and and loose is your style. Balance between your inner self and your outer persona are essential. You can be very aware of your feelings and sensitive to the feelings of others. By developing a better understanding of your inner self you will be best inclined to rely on the emotional support of others and much more capable of being emotionally self-supporting you may also find that by allowing others to see the true emotional you they will respond in kind you are very very i mean you are very warm and caring full participation in life puts you in the fast lane and offers all the rewards you seek so you know being a leo with the moon sign makes you guys have more heightened um, intuition, of course, because the moon rules intuition. And so because of that, you can sense when someone is not okay um, and are able to kind of connect with them on that level, you know, by understanding, hey, this person is off. And because you guys are caring people, you guys want to help um, the person feel, feel really good. So um, you guys are very emotionally supportive because you guys understand. I feel like because you guys are already emotional yourselves, you know, you, um, cause I kind of feel like, I feel like Leo's are like the water sign of the fire signs in my opinion, you know, Aries is fire upon fire. And then I feel like, um, Sagittarius is like the air sign of the, 
of the um, fire sign, but I feel like the Leos, you guys have more of like this kind of water sign personality because you guys are definitely more into your emotions and more sensitive, I feel like, um, easily to get hurt in my opinion. So, which is okay, you know, it's okay that you, you know, run on your emotions sometimes, but sometimes you got to understand that you can't let everyone, you know, if someone finds that out about you, sometimes they will use that to their advantage in a way, especially if there's someone who is toxic in a relationship because you guys give so much of your heart they will try to take advantage of you with that. Okay, so influences on the Leo moon personality. It says Leo, uh, so this is going to go through all 12 zodiacs of when the moon is in each zodiac sign. So this is going to be your personality with each of the time, uh, each of when the moon is in these signs as a transit, not other needle moons. Okay, so Leo Moon personality in the Aries Moon <laughs> says the fiery influences in this moon will set off similar characteristics in your natal, pri- natal moon. Pride can be a problem if taken too far. Pride in your accomplishments is one thing. Demanding that others recognize your deeds is another. Your determination will, will also be displayed. Along with th- this determination will come impatience and dominance. You will want things done your way. Try to intens- Try to... Detensify these feelings and you'll be successful in getting along with others. So as you can see, you can see that uh, the Aries moon will obviously give off more of that Aryan kind of personality mixed in with that Leo. So the Leo is still the same, but their personality and their emotions and everything is definitely... Um, it's more intense. Uh, it's more kind of like go, 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 go. Um, even though I'm not saying that Leo energy isn't already like that, but, um, Leo energy, they're like, go, 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 but they're not as like, I would say aggressive in my opinion as like Aries energy. So once, uh, when the moon is in Aries, it's going to cost you to, you know, you're going to be very determined. You're going to be, you know, very, you know, that impatient, impulsive, dominant, like, oh, you know, you're already in that leader role. I feel like Leo's if, if y'all ain't in leadership, what's going on? I mean, I'm not saying everybody's supposed to be in that, but I just feel like Leo's, I don't know. I just feel like they're like the leaders of the Zodiac in a way. So it's like, they love to lead. And so if you add like a, a, another fiery, like energy on top of that, you're going to start to kind of get in that egoic, like, oh no, it's my way or the highway. That's kind of how Arians work. So you got to be kind of careful with that with other people because that can really turn people off when you're like, you kind of just like bogart your way into like, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do it now. And especially if it's like, I can understand if it's the right way, but sometimes it's okay to accept, um, inf- you know, like advice or information from other people who maybe have good ideas to try something new. Okay. So it says, one benefit of this moon is charm. When you are happy, others will share your happiness. A few words and a smile will instantly improve most situations. The intensity of this fire moon could add a large dose of flirtatiousness to your charming personality. Just remember that a little flirting goes a long way and that excessive flirting causes trouble. So beware if you are in a relationship or supposed to be working on one and you do get in this like flirtatious, like charming way because... Arians, these, these people can, they can charm the pants off you and they're really good with like flirting and same with 
Leos. Leos are very flirtatious. And so when you add both of those together, you're kind of, you know, like you're irresistible. So be careful with that. Um, After a few drinks had loosened her inhibitions, uh, Naomi, a Leo Moon personality, began a campaign of intense flirting with two men in a nightclub. When the first didn't immediately respond to her flirting, Naomi thought that he was uninterested and she moved on to the second. This is so fucking Leo energy right here. So fucking Leo energy. And same with this. This just screams Leo and Aries energy. As soon as she did, the first bought her a drink. Naomi decided to go home alone after her flirtation with the two men ended in a fight between them. Okay, so be careful with that, guys. <laughs> the next one is Leo moon personality and the Taurus moon. This well-grounded moon will have a subduing effect on your life as a whole. The sign of Taurus will influence you to slow down and relax. It has shown that it too can be of service in your life when a degree of steadfastness is required. Stubbornness is another byproduct of this moon. Typically, you can expect to be lethargic in a Taurus moon. Both the, both the bull and the lion are lazy by nature. And when these natural energies are combined, the result is the need for a nap. You may feel as though some things require too much effort or are not the pri- priority they used to be. Unless this is a huge problem, relax. These feelings will pass soon enough. Besides, you could probably use a break. Um, let's see. Both the bull and the lion are also somewhat stubborn. And when necessary driven, you will be able to overcome the dulling effects of this moon if you deem it important enough. Draw on the power of Leo. A little fire will set you free. So from what this sounds like, this uh, Taurus moon is kind of something that kind of calms your energy down. Um, it can cause you to feel really lazy and tired. And to me, I, I don't, I no longer want to put being lazy in a negative aspect, in my opinion, because now, if it's affecting your life where you're not getting shit done, then yeah, that's not good. You don't want to be lazy to that point. But sometimes I think it's okay to just, if you want to just relax for even a week or a day or two, like do what your body's telling you. Like seriously, like if this, if this moon energy, if this Taurus moon energy is causing you to feel that way, I feel like that's kind of your body, um, like kind of needing to just rest a little bit because Leo is on the go. Leos don't fuck around. You know, they, they do like it mentioned, they have a small little lazy streak, but it's not as bad as like some others, you know, like us Phoenician ruled people like, um, (laughs) Taurus, Libra, but yeah, (laughs) um, you just, you know, just, it's okay to just kind of like relax like that here and there. All right, so Leo moon personality and the Gemini moon, you may need to deal with an array of situations simultaneously under this two-faced air moon. As symbolized by the twins, the Gemini moon represents a a division within your personality. Your skill with people will work well for you, but you will be unfocused and less attentive than usual. Your mind will race by your thoughts, may be disjointed. The Gemini moon exhibits a good deal of intelligence, but the mind shifts from one subject to another so readily that no serious, no serious work can occur. You know, you guys know that when it comes to Gemini energy, it's just energy that is all over the place. You can't really focus in my opinion too well under the Gemini energy. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but that's around the time when I really become like where I'm doing too many things at one time. I'm doing too many things, but not getting anything done. 
Okay, so your your curiosity about the lives of others will prompt you to ask questions in order to delve into their deepest thoughts and desires. Reciprocity sorry, it's difficult for you. It is easy to show your ego-based outer personality. In this moon, you talk to everyone. However, displaying your inner self to others, even to yourself, is a major undertaking. Should you choose to open up, you must be totally focused on letting your true self see the light of day. Otherwise, it won't happen. In the Gemini moon, you have the makings of a great host Maybe it's time to have some friends over for drinks and dinner, entertain them with your skill at any game, requiring mental agility, and they will admire you. Okay, so the next one is Leo Moon personality and the Cancer Moon. Um, The watery influences of this moon will extinguish your fiery traits to drive and flamboyance. In other ways, fire and water will mix, producing a steamy, passionate heat. Sensitivity and passion will be enhanced in your relationships. Jamie became unusually attentive to his wife, wife's needs in this moon, so much so that Karen jokes he is trying to compensate for a mouth of self-centeredness in a few days. Of course, the actual situation is not so extreme, but the Leo moon personality exhibits itself primarily at the ends of the spectrum. The increase in sensitivity with others will also be reflective in your relationship with yourself. It is time to look inward and get to know yourself better. Beware of your needs and gentle and gently meet them. Reward yourself for a job well done. So I think this is a, a good, um, you know, I think this is good because it, this makes a very um, empathetic Leo in my, in my opinion. Um, this is a Leo that will be very sweet and loving and, you know, very, um, what do you call it? Attentive to not only themselves, but to, you know, their friend, their partners or whatever, you know, they're loving at the time and really allowing themselves to take care of themselves and love on themselves and really nurture themselves. So, um, this, this can be used, you know, like to a really good benefit for you guys. It says Leo moon personality in the Leo moon, says you are at home in the energy. The Leo moon will intensify the positive and negative components of your basic emotional structure. You will be more prideful and will be eager to talk about your deeds and dreams. Bragging can become an art form in this moon. Dramatization and embellishment should be moderated. People will stop listening and trusting you. The truth can only be stretched so far before it's no longer the truth. You are a very loving individual, especially under the influence of your of the Leo moon. Despite your generosity, you expect to be greatly appreciated. If this does not happen, beware of your your dis- disappointment, turning to anger or stubbornness. Give the gift of confidence to a friend by admiring his or her special qualities. Your warm, loving self will shine in this moon. Show show that inner self to others without expectation. It will be easy to it will be easy to give, but more difficult to not demand reciprocation. Okay, so of course having you know your double Leo moon, yeah, you're basically having a <laughs> lunar return in a way. Um, of course, I consider more lunar returns like sometimes how like the moon was when you were born. Like for me, I was born in a waxing gibbous moon. So if there's a Pisces, if the moon is in Pisces on a waxing gibbian. Gibbous moon, that is a lunar return for me, but also if you're not that detailed, you know, the sign being in your sign too can also be like that. So it's like double what you're already expressed. So (laughs) be careful. 
but also have fun. Uh, Leo moon personality in the Virgo moon. This earth moon is famous for its analytical approach to life. It is logical and unemotional. The strategy for understanding others doesn't work well for you. Your emotions play a big role in your perceptions and you don't, you don't, you don't appreciate others categorizing you. This moon will add confusion and frustration to your thought process. You will feel the need to take a closer look at things before making decisions. You are accustomed to making decisions based on emotional criteria. Analysis is important because you know what you want. The need to analyze drives you crazy. Virgo is also a grounding earth moon. This would dampen your flamboyance and make you seem a little withdrawn. Your normal fiery energy level may also be reduced. This will this will help you focus on yourself. Okay, so this is probably going to be a struggle kind of for you guys. Um, as mentioned, it's going to add confusion and frustration because of how your mind is thinking. You know, Virgo and energy is ruled by Mercury, but put that in a, like an emotional aspect to me. And I feel like you're going to be overanalyzing your emotions and everything um, with uh, under this moon. So try to stay patient with yourself. Don't overthink it too much. I understand that it may cost you to, but do your best to try not to sit there. And in my opinion, I feel like you kind of should keep yourself a little busy on this time so that you're not sitting there doing that. Because I feel like when you're under, if, if you use Virgo energy where you're getting things done or preparing for something, I feel like it works the best that way. If you're idle, on the other hand, I feel like that's when you start to overanalyze and overthink like your emotions or the decisions or things you need to get done and all that stuff. So beware of that. Okay, so it says Leo Moon personality and the Libra Moon. The next couple of days could bring peace and harmony if you can stay emotionally available and are willing to accept your faults. This will be hard because it may be an affront to, affront to your pride but can lead to much happiness. Romance is in the air surrounding this moon. When you are open to your own emotions, you also allow others to see the kind, caring, loving person you really are under all of that flash and pizzazz. Honesty with others could develop quickly into romance. Honesty is a path to openness and intimacy is the result. Your attraction to the more luxurious things in life is enhanced in this moon. You may find yourself indulging in more elegant comforts that you would enjoy that you would generally allow yourself and some fun during this very comfortable moon you will have trouble making choices but that won't interfere with your enjoyment of the next few days so this is a good like it seems like this is one that you can develop a good relationship with someone with because you're open and you're being vulnerable but also you're having balance and you're also being very romantic um, okay, the next one is Leo Moon personality and the Scorpio Moon. So intense is the best word to describe the Scorpio Moon. The time has come for your emotions to go into overdrive. This moon will add some secrecy to your lifestyle, that, but will also add the desire for others to share all. Jealousy will erupt when this dichotomy does not work out as you wish. The Scorpio Moon facilitates intuition. You can receive much information through your intuition as long as you remain open to it. This will require honesty with yourself and a willingness to share your emotional responses with others. Since this moon will help you to be more secretive, you may not be willing to open yourself, leaving the opportunity to misinterpret your feelings. Your intuition will still receive messages, but 
the conscious mind may not understand them. Jealousy may raise its ugly head based on your perceptions of things you don't understand. On the positive side, the, the passionate intensity of this moon can certainly increase a person's sex drive. The answering machine at my friend's house had the following message. Hi, this is Karen and Jamie. And their separate voices. It's a Scorpio moon and we're busy. Leave a message. <laughs> That's interesting. But yeah, this is going to be, I don't know. I feel like this moon would make Leo even more sexy because who doesn't like a little, mis- you know, like mystery in their like person, like when someone's a little mysterious and, you know, like not overly too open sometimes, but like where they just kind of add a little air of that, you know, kind of in a seductive kind of way. It's kind of hot. So <laughs> All right, Leo moon personality and the Sagittarius moon, which right now the moon is in Sagittarius, you guys. So kind of take this one to heed if you're a Leo moon, because the moon is actually there right now on this wonderful Lion's Coil Day. Okay, so laugh at yourself and others will laugh with you. The fiery nature of Sagittarius will blend well with your own burning energy to create the opportunity for a very good time. The Sagittarius moon does deal with the inner self. This is a good time to examine your emotional responses to to recent and past predicaments and understand what you did and how you felt about it. Share the results of your introspection. Laughter may ensue if you take a humorous look at yourself. Others may chime in with their own stories. You need to be at center stage, will be met, and your flamboyance will add to the fun. The positive effects of life will shine during the during this moon the negative aspect are always there but it will be harder to find them keep smiling the positive energy you are feeling will permeate into something you do your sexual attraction to another will be more intensely playful if you are with the right person so this is like a really like I don't know like spontaneous to me like a spontaneous fun loving you know like you know, attractive kind of, um, air to the Leo moon. So, um, just allow yourself to have fun and really experience like so many different things during this time, like today. (laughs) So, um, use that at your advantage, you guys use that Jupiterian energy that's, you know, within the moon, including this potent magical day where all of our third eyes are open. If you haven't heard the Leo, you know, the Leo, um, portal gate, um, energy, the lions, the, did I say the Leo, the lion's gate energy, um, episode, go ahead and listen to it. Um, now it's previous episodes. Um, I think it's the one, uh, two episodes ago or so, so that you can better understand how, how this all works. Um, if you don't know. Okay, so the Leo, uh, the Leo moon personality in the Capricorn moon, it says this moon will demand that you pay attention to the material world at hand. Practically earthy realism are the means by which the moon conducts its business. Flamboyance has no place in the, in this moon. It's time to begin detail oriented work. This could be a great opportunity to do your taxes or balance your checkbook. This moon will not be conducive to planning, dreaming, or working on your long-term goals. All of that stuff will seem like fantasy and you won't be in a good mood to deal with fantasies. This moon will bring you down to earth. You may become phlegmatic um, if, you're, if you are not interested in productive materialism or in detailed work. Energy levels will be low and the desire to respond will be even lower. Goals in which you have a personal stake are the best motivators in this moon. 
Focus on tangible goals and remember to keep them practical and achievable with hard work. A dear friend, Naomi, mentioned that she felt grounded and lacked the energy to make sales calls and that these feelings were becoming cyclical. I suggested that the Capricorn moon was at play and she might consider spending the day in the office in this moon rather than committing to a full day of customers. Naomi now takes advantage of the, of the grounded Capricorn moon by working on her monthly sales and commission reports. Okay, so the next one is Leo moon, personality, and the Aquarius moon. This moon is the opposite of your natal moon, so in some ways you may feel attracted to Aquarian influences. You will be easy influenced to rely on your flashy and ostentatious personality. Rather than dealing with your emotions, your time would be better spent attempting to experience the deep feelings of this moon. An honest effort here might yield significant rewards. This air moon is known for its ability for for its ability to ignore the emotional responses that arises in life. Instead of dealing with and learning and learning from them, the Aquarius moon persona will store emotions in an inner reservoir and hope the dam never breaks. The response you receive from other people will be one of respect and admiration. To them, you are a justifiably proud individual who achieves success in life. And accomplishes goals. You go your way, your own way. You listen to the advice of others, but almost never accept it. Emotional integrity will breed self-administration as well. So this is going to be a moon uh, energy, the Aquarius moon, where you are not great with expressing your emotions. You're not really going to want to express it. You'd rather kind of keep it to yourself. Um, that's actually going to be coming up in four days, the Aquarius full moon. So I will be doing an episode on that. So Leo's, that is your sister sign. Beware of how you are with that. Um, until so, um, yeah. All right. The Leo moon personality in the Pisces moon. It will feel wonderful to slide for a few days, especially if it's been a hard month and the energy conserving lion needs a break. You can learn a lot about your emotions in the Pisces moon, or you can just relax and be yourself. You will have no trouble in getting exactly what you want during the moon, at least in the emotional arena. Pisces moon energy does not have the strength to stand up to the fiery intentions of the, of the Leo moon. Romantic influences abound. Your Leo personality eclipses the Pisces moon in many ways, but this romantic moon will still be felt unlike some moon signs that rock your world. The Pisces moon will be warm and gentle. This moon can be very beneficial. You can selectively accept the emotional input that your inner self offers. Take this opportunity to single out some of your past issues and allow them to be scrutinized in a safe manner. All right. So, yeah, basically allow yourself to really, um, you know, like tap into yourself um, into your inner self and really explore and express your emotions. Uh, you know, this is like a time where, you know, the... I feel like, you know, you're already a fiery person under the Pisces moon. It's going to kind of bring out a little, it's not going to extinguish it out, but it's going to, I feel like it's just going to make it softer in my opinion, softer and more understanding and, you know, tolerable, I guess you can say, <laughs> but, um, that was it for that moon, uh, well for that moon, for that book. And before I jump into the next one, I just want to plug my uh, crystal shop, Alari Sky. You guys, I just started, um, I mentioned that I learned a very pretty way to wrap. So this is my third wrapping style. I do have one uh, pendant up there in that style at the moment. I am working on others as we speak because I want to make sure they look good and they don't look crappy. 
So I currently have a um, malachite up there. Um, it's very beautiful, you guys. I wanted to keep this shit for myself. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to keep it, but I was like, I'm never going to make money if I do that. So I decided to put it up there. It's um, $72 because, of course, it takes more work. It takes way more material. Um, but I am looking at doing a code that I'm going to put up. So after when this when this episode is posted, the code is going to be... Um, let me see. It's going to be a uh, Lionsgate for five percent off. So um, I'm only I'm only going to put that up here. So you guys know. Um, you guys are the first. You guys are my OGs, and you guys deserve to get the sales. So that will work on all crystals in the shop. I also have a Cherorite up there. Cherorite is a that is a very powerful stone. I highly recommend to get it um, if you. Um, have been feeling called to work with that. Um, it's really, it's, it's a, it's a powerful stone. Uh, it's a stone that I had chosen when I went to go look, um, for crystals for the shop. And then, um, I just felt really drawn to it. And then like the crystal person was like, Oh, you feel drawn to that. And then he was telling me the properties and everything. I was like, Oh Yeah definitely going to get one for myself and then get one for my store. So I did, and it is posted up there. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of work on that store this week. Um, I'm thinking about redoing the, um, shaman quartz. I don't know. I just feel like I don't like the way the, the wrapping that I use. I just don't like it. I think I'm going to try to do it in the new way if it works out with the shape or so. But, um, yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. So we'll see for that one. But yeah, right now there's a beautiful Malachite up there and the other one, the Cherolite is up there. And again, I'm going to make a code for my Etsy shop and it's going to be called Lion's Gate, uh, for 5% off Lion's Gate five, probably. And only you guys will get that, uh, so that you can get 5% off on whatever you did. I also lowered the price of the Moldavite. If you've been looking at um, working with Moldavite because I noticed when I do free shipping. So again, anything over, I believe it's either 25 or $35, um, is free shipping. So you won't have to pay that, um, plus 5% off guys with steals. But, um, it had added when I had a switch to free shipping, it had added the shipping in my prices and it made that particular crystal go way above for the amount. Like it, it was at a hundred dollars and it's not a big enough Moldavite to be charging that much. So right now it's only 65 or it's either 60 or 65. So that is a seal. Um, and I would highly recommend you guys jump onto that. It's very cute. Um, and yeah, the 5% off sale to make it even cheaper. So yeah, that's again, uh, visit my store, Alari Sky on Etsy. That's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E jewelry. Um, remember don't type that in Google cause it's not going to pop up. That's why I need to work on the shop cause the state's SEO, um, is huge for getting my shop to be shown. And I'm just having a hard time with that, but I need to, now that I don't have school, I can put work into it. So I'm going to be doing that. But again, when this episode posts the, um, the, uh, it will be only 5% today just cause it's, you know, the most potent time for the lion's gate. So remember if you've been feeling called to purchase from my shop, this is the time. So again, type that Alari Sky Jewelry in Etsy and my shop will pop up and happy shopping. So 
um, let's go ahead and move on to the next book. Okay, um, so I went on and put and made and created that um, that code for you guys, and instead of five percent, it's actually going to be ten percent, and only you guys will have it again on my store. So the code is, and it's only for today. So hopefully you can hear this and you hear it today. But the code is um, Lionsgate ten. That is the code. I'll I will say it again. Remember. The promo code is Lionsgate10. All right. So this is the only day you get this. You get 10% off. So if you're looking at that Malachite, that's, you know, 72 bucks, it's 10% off. So, and that's everything on the store. So that's deals. <laughs> you want to go ahead and purchase today. Um, and I will send it out to you exactly the next day. So, um, take advantage of this you guys because you guys are the only you guys are the only ones getting it and like I said you guys are my OGs and always supporting me so I want to do something nice for you guys so all right let's go ahead and jump into the other book um and again I'll let me say that again remember to type in my store name Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy not Google because it's not going to pop up but um okay and remember promo code Lionsgate10 Okay, so I'm going to jump into the other book, and this is going to be another characteristic one, um, and it's going to tell you um, kind of the opposite of what I just read last time. So um, it's going to uh, tell you how uh, Moon and Leo people relate to the sun signs, so this is, yeah, and then um, the other one is going to be... Uh, the degrees of houses, which is important for you guys to know. So I hope you guys know uh, what degree your, um, your, um, I mean, what degree your moon is in, and then also the influence of the moon in the 12 houses. Uh, the other three that I have marked off, that's going to be saved for um, the relationship episodes because it's about how to attract and how to trap them and their, and the mates for your moon sign. So those will be for the <clears throat> relationship episodes. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me take a sip because my throat wants to act crazy. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> my throat likes to get raspy. I really think that I need to work on my throat chakra because it was saying when it's in balance, you get horse a lot. Um, and I've been, that has been happening to me a lot lately. So I'm like, um, is it time for me to start wearing the blue again? <laughs> because, whoa. All right. So let me go ahead and find that good old one. Okay. So here we are. Characteristics of moon and Leo people. These people are very lovable and loving. They enjoy entering into any relationship where there is potential for growth, either by understanding, appreciation, business deals, or affection. They will go more than halfway to make these things happen and will generally succeed. There is a great deal of idealism in this position of the moon, and it is important that people having this in their chart choose their friends and lovers with discrimination because any, de de any deviation from their high ideals can produce sadness and ultimately bitterness. So... Again, make sure you're dating someone or around people who understand that you need a little fluff here and there and 
you know, that you like to hear words of affirmation and that you, you know, they can give you the attention you need. Cause if you don't like, you know, you're going to be very sick, Leo, um, you're not going to be happy. And as mentioned, you will be a bitter bitch. So you don't want that to happen. Okay. So when a man with the moon and Leo falls in love, he puts the object of his love on a pedestal, forgetting that this may be a most comfortable, um, Oh, I I didn't realize this was going to be relationship related, but oh, well, uh, when a man with the moon and Leo falls in love, he puts the object of his love on a pedestal, forgetting that this may be a most uncomfortable position of the loved ones to retain. He is apt to endow her with virtues far beyond those she may have. And, and nothing is likely to change in his mind about, about this, unless she herself lets him down. A woman with the moon and Leo is not quite so idealistic. But she knows what she wants from, from a romantic uh, relationship. And if it is not there already, she will, preser- she will persevere to achieve it. Since this is not always possible, such females go through a form of humiliation and self-abnegation, blaming themselves for the love affairs going wrong. Both sexes enjoy children, but see, but see them as reflections of themselves and can rarely cut them free. Generally, the moon and Leo parents find their great love for children is returned with respect. In business relationships, the moon and Leo person is capable of asserting authority and shouldering a massive amount of responsibility, which he is reluctant to share with anyone else. Their lifestyle, their lifestyles are a source of great pride, which helps to boost up their morale when things go wrong. So it also has physical characteristics. So it says generally above average height for both sexes, well-proportioned body, strong and large bone, sanguine complexion. Um, I don't, I feel like sanguine means, uh, like, I don't know if that's, uh, like pale or, or kind of like a little color to the skin. So I'll have to look that up. Uh, the eyes are large and prominently set in a full round face, eyebrows without too much arch, rather low set. The hair ranges from light brown to tawny brown. Weaknesses, heart afflictions, muscular pains in the back because, of course, Leo rules the heart and the upper back. And it says how moon and Leo people relate to the sun signs. So it's going to go through all 12 of the zodiacs, of course, this time in their sun sign. Um, Let's see. Yeah. Okay. So it says... Sun to Sun and Aries. The natural attraction comes through the two personalities sparkling off against each other. The solar Aries recognizes a good opponent in the lunar Leo, and so they are worthy adversaries, but they both have the good sense to use a neutral round for any verbal battles. And generally, there is a Mexican standoff which leaves neither, neither party unru- unru- unduly worried. They both want to make their point, but are willing to leave a question mark. You know, you guys, I don't, I feel like I need to stop here because I feel like this, I didn't know this seems to be more of a relationship book. I did not know that. So <laughs> I was looking for, cause I didn't have any relationship books for the moon signs really besides I think one book I have mentioned to you guys. And I, I have others, but they're not really moon related. They're going to be more so, um, what is it? Uh, like sun sign again. So I think I might save this. I think I might read the other ones. Um, this will be saved for relationship. I know you guys are like, what the fuck? But 
I kind of already read through, um, you know, like how it will affect you, but I will still read the, um, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and read this for you guys because I already kind of started the, I'm trying to think you guys. No, I think I'm just going to go ahead and save it for the, the thing. So I'll come back to the how the moon uh, and Leo people relate to the sun sign because it, it's just more relationship. So let's go ahead and jump to the degrees um, of the moon uh, analyzed. And so uh, this means that it's going to, I'll just go ahead and it says the degrees of the moon analyzed. There are 360 degrees in a circle in the circle of zodiac. The position of the moon in an individual chart can be found in any one of these degrees. Each degree responds to a different rate of vibration from the luminary. The 360 degrees are divided into 12 houses, um, each of 30 degrees. In this guideline to the, to the degrees of the moon, a final analysis of a chart must also rest on the position of the moon in the house. According to the strength of the house position, some degrees will be modified or exaggerated. This is why a competent astrologer becomes more efficient when he uses the skills of his science, but augments them with both extrasensory perception and common sense. Each horoscope is a unique map of the life of an individual. Looking only at the individual's sun sign is another way of typecasting. This cannot happen when the moon's position is given the respectful analysis that it deserves. So... I'm going to go to the Leo moons and it's going to tell you basically your personality for each degree from one to 31 degrees. So, or one to, oh, I wonder why one of these has 31 degrees and the other one just has 30. Okay. I don't know. So this is not my doing. This is not my doing. Okay. So let's go to the degrees of the moon and Leo. So make sure you look at your natal chart and see what degree you are. Um, where, uh, that your moon is in the house and sign that it's, that it's in. So for example, I am a Pisces moon and my Pisces moon is on the 26th degree. Cause you got to remember on the day I was born, my, my, uh, the moon was in the moon moves signs. It moves from, it moved from Pisces to Aries. So I'm almost toward the end of Pisces. So I am the 26th degree, but anyways, it says degrees of the moon for Leo. So if your degree is one, your ambitions dominate, uh, your ambitions dominate the lifestyle. If you're two degrees, the mind wants acc- acclimation, but is not geared to direct action to attain it. So he invents fantasy situations in which he is to, he is the greatest. I love how they put he on that anyway. It's he, remember he, she, we are inclusive here on this one, but this, you can tell it's a very old book because it's relating most of the stuff to man and all that stuff. Okay. So three lacking in moral fiber, um, three degrees, uh, fourth degree, a loyal friend with high ideals and expects friends to appreciate and live up to them. Five, a subtle mind, which will circumstances dictate can be very cunning and conniving Six, provide an achievement and capable of doing great things according to ambitions. Seven, born to greatness and will maintain it at all costs. Eight, the passionate lover. Ooh. Nine, vain and often given to self-praise, which his mind rationali- rationalizes as his right. Ten, good-natured and versatile, but can become his own worst enemy if he relies too much on the goodwill of others. Needs to choose 
close companions with great discrimination. 11 degree, sensuous and self-indulgent. 12 degree, very much an opportunist degree, uh, opportunist, quick to grasp advantages offered by others and sometimes ruthless and walking over the emotions of friends. 13th degree, the early formative years are important because whatever is instilled in him during or her during a youth remains with him all his life can lead to to an inflexible mind. Uh, Number 14, drifts aimlessly through life. 15, the degree in which fame and general success are possible early in life. He decides where his superior talents lie and goes all over to supplement them with education or otherwise learning specific skills. Number six, I mean, 16 degree, impulsive and restless, yet his spontaneous attitudes can lead to success. Not easy to understand because motivations are rarely clear. Number 17, circumstances will take him away from his native land. Number 18, the degree of brilliance, excellent mentality and sparkling personality. Number 19, although he has flashes of very original thought, he is not good at executing them and often too proud to accept help in doing so. Number 20, fame achieved in international affairs, most likely to be successful in a country other than the one he was born in. Number 21, I mean, not number 21, 21 degrees. My mind is wanting to read it like that because they should just put the degree symbol instead of like 20, 20, 21. It feels like you're, you know, but anyways. Um, 21 degree, remarkable memory. 22 degree, the Spirit of adventure is high in this degree. No thought for personal safety when opportunity opens the door to adventure, but can be the degree of a hero as well. 23rd degree, a hardworking person who, having achieved fame and fortune, may decide he is not so interested in the results as he was in the act of achievement. Number 25, I mean, 25 degree danger through water. Not a strong character, easily influenced. 26 degree, a patient nature, not very ambitious because peace of mind is more important than looking for challenges. 27 degree restless mind, always ready for the next challenge, can be good in the executive position. 28 degree, very constructive, good for a person taking up architecture as a career, popular among acquaintances. Uh, 29th degree, a good partner, either in marriage or business, he will accept responsibilities with equanimity. And 30, 30th degree, very self-centered, not the best degree to live with since it breeds discontent. Even if the subject appears to be blessed with many good things of life, he does not get the ultimate enjoyment from them. All right, so whatever your degree is in the, and from 1 through 30, that is your personality. That's part of your personality. And see, isn't it amazing? And that's why we wonder why, like, when we meet certain, like, let's say, signs and we expect them all to be the same. You see how, like, more detailed it is, like, with certain things? So it's interesting. Um, oh my God, my cat is literally learning to open the drawer. Daenerys, come on, honey. Don't do that. Okay. (laughs) Um, all right. So the next one is the influence of the moon in the 12 houses. So find out what, where your moon is located in your natal chart. Again, for example, for me, I'm a Pisces moon in the eighth house. So This will determine how your moon is expressed. So it says, one of the more difficult things in astrology is the division of the zodiac into houses. They are especially important to a full understanding of the characteristics of the moon. Of all the celestial bodies, the moon has the most psychological significance. Each house, like each sign, has special 
functions allocated to it. The moon in each house provides an extra understanding to the awareness that it is specific. Um, where, where was I at? <laughs> specific sign. Um, for instance, one of the major characteristics of the moon in Aries is volatile, volatility. But when we add to that, that, when we add to this, that the moon in Aries is in the second house, many of the volatile emotions will be geared to the basic characteristics of the second house, which is related to finances. The wayward moon in a fire sign Aries placed in the house of finances second gives a life of fluctuating money worries. This does not necessarily mean poverty, but may indicate extravagant use of money with little or no ability to conserve it. To know which house your natal moon resides in, you'll have to have your horoscope done by an, by an astrologer. So uh, I'm going to go through all 12 houses and of course I can't see uh, your chart. So I hope um, if you don't know how to find this. Please go to astro.com and you have to have your exact time, uh, time of birth, um, the city and state or country you were born in, um, and of course your birth date. So that's how you will find it. All right. So moon in the first house, this says indicates an emotional, sensitive, and sometimes shy character, but very changeable. The shyness may, deter may be detrimental at work and lead to missed opportunities. If the shyness can be overcome, the moon in the first house can give a gracious character, which can be turned to advantage in, working, in work involving meeting in the public. Moon in the second house. In this position, the, the, person, the person can expect many changes in his financial status, but, but will be capable of earning money. His problem is that he cannot keep it or use it to its best advantage. Periods of being out of work can inflict real hardship on him, but there is rarely a nest egg to use on the proverbial proverbial rainy day. In a meal, he can expect to have financial aid through his mother, wife, or girlfriend. Um, moon in the third house. It is easy for this person to establish rapport with the younger relations and work with work well with them or for them. He is quite sentimental even toward his work and inclined to relate to stories of what happened on the job while embellishing, um, <clears throat> embellishing, uh, gosh, my cat is disturbing me cause she's getting Daenerys. Come on. Sorry. Hold on a second. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. I didn't, excuse me. I didn't mean to. I really need to learn how to edit and I just don't know how, but I didn't mean to yell. My cat was just all over our stuff and I didn't want like my lavenders and everything to get knocked off the, um, the little drawer thing she was on. So sorry about that, but let's go ahead and continue. <clears throat> so I think I was at, uh, this is the moon in the third house. He is quite sentimental even toward the, his work and declined to relate stories of what happened on the job while embellishing them with drama. He enjoys traveling and is better in a job where he has some freedom of movement. So you guys remember taking a heed that not only uh, do you want to learn about how your Leo moon is expressed, but how your moon is also expressed in these houses with this saying, like what it means, right? Um, okay. So it says moon in the fourth house. If this person can work at home, he will do far better than, it, than, than in any job which involves long periods away from his home. 
home base. And for many people with the moon in this position, even eight hours is long is long enough. If he must work away from home, he should try to live within easy reach of this work environment. Generally, he can look forward to a comfortable old age with early retirement. Um, the moon in the fourth house often influences children to give up work to look after an aged parent. So yeah, if your moon is here, this is like basically you're someone who, um, really takes your home life, um, to heart. You really like to be in your home, take care of your home, nurture your home, nurture the children. Cause it is also about the children as well. So, um, it's just about nurturing, you know, like anything pretty much in that house. So moon in the fifth house, if a person with the moon in the fifth house can keep away from speculative jobs, he will be fortunate, but it rarely happens. The grass is always greener somewhere else. When he speculates on the stock exchange, his finances fluctuate, but he gets quite a kick out of it. Only children will tie him down and make him work solidly. Then he will go on speculative adventures from the comfort of his chair. Uh, moon in the sixth house. The person with this moon in this position makes a better employer than, than employee. He is ambitious and capable of learning a trade while being employed. He is then likely to start his own business well armed with experience gained at someone else's expenses. He changes his occupation several times in life, but generally manages to better himself if, if he fails, his frustration affects his health. Ooh, that's, that's an important one. If you got that one. So I definitely, that's also the house of health. So make sure you're not only making yourself happy at work. You want to be taking care of yourself because it obviously affects your health. If you don't achieve what you look, you set out to do. Okay. Moon in the seventh house. This person can be very popular with the public, but manages to have one, one image for the public and another one at home. At work, he may be domineering, but at home, he is very considerate and willing to please the people he loves. A lot depends on his partner, whether married or purely a business relationship. He likes to feel he is working as much for someone he loves as for, as for himself and likes appreciation for what he does. Moon in the eighth house, which is yours truly. Many people take up the occult sciences when they have the moon in this position, and it seems to work well for them. Even when employed in other jobs, intuition will help them at work. Moon in the ninth house, inclined to be orthodox in religion and attracted to professors, professions, well, <laughs> where, his, where his religious tendencies can manifest themselves. Although he may not become a clergyman, he will enjoy any work connected with his particular religion, either on a voluntary or professional basis. He can be idealistic and instills these feelings into his work. Moon in the 10th house, numerous changes in work, but will ultimately find his best success comes from any of the occupations under the direct rulership of the moon. Um, has a lot, has a love of working with the public. And if he cannot do so professionally, he will be the first to offer his services on a voluntary basis. Men do not mind working for a woman employer. If the financial rewards are great enough, while women will enjoy working with their own sex without putting money first. Um, okay. Moon in the 11th house, the person with the moon in this position thrives in any occupation where he can establish his work on a friendly basis. It could be through club life, organizing travels for groups of people or similar things. He will not, he will not do well on his own, give him a chance to make friends with, uh, with any group of people and he will work with them and for them. 
Moon in the 12th house, although the the, the person with the moon in the 12th house can be very shy and ultra sensitive. Many of them gravitate toward jobs and institutions, hospitals, prisons, or any place where caring for people matters. Many people earn their living through occult activities and can always be relied upon to offer sympathy, but not always good judgment unless it is based on natural type of intuition. Okay, so that is it, you guys. So that um, that whole chapter I just read will you would have to probably come back to this episode um, to listen to how, you know, like the moon is affected in each house because that's something I'm not going to read every single moon sign. That's more of like the opening of understanding how the moon is expressed in each house and how that house expresses that moon. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Please use this day to really set your attention for the remainder of the year for what you want to transform, allowing your intuition to guide you and manifesting like crazy. Okay. So again, don't forget that, um, I have a code only running for today and it's only for you guys who listen to this podcast and support me again. It is Lionsgate 10 on Etsy, on Alari Sky Etsy. So you would have to probably put it in when you're about to, um, purchase, like when you get to the purchasing part of, um, completing your order. So again, Lions Gate 10 only for today, only for you guys. So I just wanted to do that as a thank you. I love you guys so much and you guys have an amazing, magical, powerful day.